Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, myself and David the Man Got Harris here on the phone lines as Frank is out doing refing and done listening to winners and losers. We're on a short show today, but still action-packed. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears, the mess that they're in. And uh, David, interesting week. Bears are 0-2. They play the Chiefs this week. And uh, I think it's going to probably get very ugly for the Chiefs, I believe. Matt Matt Nagy, I believe, is the offensive coordinator, the former Bears coach. Is that am I right? I believe so. Let's let's confirm with a good old internet. Yes, he's currently the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. And that's what I thought. The Bears are twelve in the hook. Um, not favorite, but behind Kansas City is a twelve in the hook favorite, basically. Um Ugh, it was just a, just a mess. And what have I been saying on this show, David? He's not the guy. So your thoughts of what happened last week, or how about we backtrack, tell the story of what happened that really st- stirred up the news. All right, so Wednesday, September 20th, is the day the Chicago Bears should just erase from history. Um, aside from what we'll talk about with Justin Fields in a second, defensive coordinator, Leaves the team, personal reasons, his house is raided by the FBI. You you lose one of your starting offensive linemen for the season due to a neck injury. And then early on in that day, Justin Fields talks to the media before practice and calls out his coaches saying that he feels like the coaches are making him play too robotic and he just wants to play free. And as soon as he said that, social media went wild. Obviously, everyone around the organization is asking GM Ryan Poles what he thinks. Head coach Matt Eberflus, what he thinks. Justin Fields comes back afterwards trying to clarify comments, which I think some some in the organization, like uh, Coach Eberflus says, like that's the sign of his leadership. I think he should have just doubled down. But to be to be fair, I think it's okay to criticize the coaching when not only because he's he's right, he, and we'll get to some of his comments um, shortly. But kind of former players are saying that they agree with what he said. Coaches, even the coaching staff within the organization, the GM. Agrees. Yeah, we suck at, at coaching so far these two games. Mm-hmm. I think, and to what Justin Fields stated, um, he said that um, he's trying to 
listen and follow what the coaches are telling him, which is basically stay in the pocket and be a pocket passer. Because that's the staff focus, according to him, and has been confirmed by both offensive coordinator, head coach, and GM. Like, they want him to keep him in the pocket. And Justin Fields' game is not in the pocket. He, to his point, he feels like staying in the pocket is a detriment to his internal clock where his game is predicated on being able to scramble and make plays on the run to get out of the pocket. How about we let do this? How about we listen? Let's let's listen to what Justin Fields had to say because he, he even explained it best himself. But here here is Justin Fields on what happened. Really playing my game. Uh, felt like I was kind of robotic and you know not just not 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 playing like myself. So um you know um, my goal this week is just to you know say effort and just go out there and you know play football how I know how to play football. And um, that's not uh, that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and you know uh, playing off of instincts rather than just of, you know, so much, so to say, info in my head, data in my head, and literally just going out there playing football. I mean, just going back to what's a game, um, and, and, and that's it, because that's when, you know, I play my best is when I'm just out there playing free and uh, being myself. So um, I'm going to say kind of just bump all the, you know, the, you know what I should do, what I, uh, this and that, like pocket stuff, like I'm going to go out there and be me. So, um, yeah. When you, say when, thinking, when you are playing the way uh, when you're playing like yourself, what does that look like? Let's see. So, when you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much? Maybe think too much. Um, you know, could be uh, you know, uh, coaching. Um, I think, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I, you know, can't be thinking about that when. The game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's you know it's 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 time to play free at that point. So um you know just thinking less and you know playing more. Hey Justin, you know we've heard this before from from other athletes. There are just too many like coaching voices in your head at this point that you're trying to process so much. Is that kind of is that part of what you're saying? Um, I don't think it's too many coaching voices, but I just think when you know you're fed a lot of information. Um, at a point in time, and you're trying to think about that info, like when you're playing, it's like it doesn't let you play like yourself. You're trying to you know, process so much information to where it's like, you know, if I just simplified in my mind, I would have did this. Like I saw a few plays on Sunday to where if I was playing like my old self, like we would have had a positive play. Like there would have been, you know, a few more third down conversions. So um, I think that's the biggest thing for me is just, you know, uh, playing the game how you know I know how to play it, how I've been playing it my whole life. So. That's what I got to get back to doing. So. There was a few times you felt like you were in rhythm and you liked it. What are your thoughts? No, he, he's right. And I think, I think it comes down to you can't make Justin Fields a pocket passer because that's not who he is. And it's, once you're in the league, like you – it's hard for a mobile quarterback, a, a, I guess you can call him a dual threat because he does have the running ability that we saw last year. But he can't pass. You can't, you can't make a scrambler into a pocket passer. Like, if you want a pocket passer for this offense, then 
trade Justin Fields. If you want Justin Fields to lead your offense, then let him, yeah, let him be free. Let him play his game. I think them trying to make him into a pocket passer and trying to make him into something he's not is adding to that getting into his head. Do I agree that Justin Fields needs to make better throws? Yes. He's the lowest right now in terms of quarterbacks with average air yards per target at five. He needs to be able to throw the ball down the field. He needs to be able to make better decisions. But Justin Fields' game is not five-step drop, seven-step drop underneath the center and stay in the pocket and take hits. He's not big enough to be a pocket passer quarterback. Like, you have to play to his strength. Isn't he like 6'4", 230? So isn't that bit usually what? that's the average big quarterback? I think Big Ben was like six six, two forty. Yeah. Like in in terms of he's Justin Fields is going to take a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Like he's like when I think of him in terms of like that size, he leans more into like the Lamar Jackson camp, where or Jalen Hurts, where they can take some hits, but. Like, if he gets hit too many times, now you're worried about, all right, you know, we need to protect him just a little bit. But, I, again, I think Justin Fields' game is to be able to be free, be able to make plays and not be in the pocket. If you want a pocket passer, draft a pocket passer in the draft next year and move on from Justin Fields. Here's but some... you can't. Trans, yeah, you can't transform him into a pocket passer now. Here's some stats. Ari Miroff from at My Sports Update posts: The Bears have had Justin Fields start 26, 27 games so far in the NFL. He's five and twenty-two. Early on in his career, obviously the offensive line was horrendous. Um, last year, a little bit better. Then his team has gotten better even this year. He's zero two. He's been sacked 101 times. We've talked about this on the show. The offensive line hasn't been the greatest, especially his first year out there. They had him running for his life, and I gave him a pass. Gave him a pass. His completion percentage is 59.8%. He has thrown 26 touchdowns to 24 INTs. He has fumbled 31 times. He's lost eight of them. He is averaging just 156.5 passing. I... I... It's 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 the problem is you're right he's not a pocket quarterback we get that but at the but what you got to do is he, he can extend plays you can't run him as much though because you got to be afraid of him getting injury you know you can't be taking a whole bunch of licks and I do agree with you maybe he does need to shorten it to a three step drop but the problem of the, of the day is he can't make the throws. The play calling yeah. is because of some of his lack of ability. Screen passes. You know, I know that they were complaining they kept throwing screen passes, screen passes. I don't really think this is a point with the coaches. The coaches are trying to work things around at his athletic ability or with his NFL talent or lack of thereof of passing ability. He can't just whip that ball in there and get them either lead a receiver to get open or when they're down and they need maybe five or six yards and, you know, you need a, a quick out route or a quick slant, he can't make that throw. He can't make that throw where he just gets it, 
gets reads a progression, maybe reads one progression to get the, the defense running one way, goes to the second progression, and already knows, bow, I'm gonna get him. He can't he can't throw that ball up the middle where it falls right into the, the hands or the basket of the receiver. You threw it right over the linebacker with enough zip, but led the pass enough just so that the receiver gets away from the safety or the cornerback. He can't do that. He throws a lot of ducks. And teams know that. They know that. They know that he can't just throw the ball right on the money to the receivers. If he could, we wouldn't be having this discussion. And, and really, Justin Fields, you would kind of feel more sorry for him. And now he's getting all frustrated with the coaches and stuff like that. But it seems to me, the games that I've watched, the coaching staff is trying to build an offense around his play style. But in the NFL, you know and I know. You got to sling the rock. You know, two attack of Malova. Takamalova, he's got one of the quickest releases in the NFL. You gotta, you gotta sling it. You, 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 you can't. You know, it can't be run, run, RPOs, run pass. Op, no, you, there's sometimes where you just gotta be like, look, man, they're gonna man up, man up, man up, man up pile for pile. We go eye on him so he doesn't take off. And then a lot of the 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 DBs and safeties. Hey, I don't even think the safeties are just going one on one coverage because they know he can't make the throws. I think in the Lions game last year. The one at the at Soldier Field, I think at the end of the game when the Bears had to make a drive, a crucial drive to score, they just went to cover zero. Beat us with your arm. And he can't do it. Yeah. He, he just can't. If you need a drive, a two-minute drive, and we need to get down this, this field and throw the football, Justin Fields is not going to be able to do it. You can run the ball, but it's going to eat up the clock. I mean, they got to keep you inbound. You're going to run the ball with, and then you got to spike it or something. It's just, it's just not going to work. And next season has a lot of great quarterbacks, but I really do think it's been frustrating. I think people are starting to see what I see. I think a lot of people like him. He's a likable guy, dynamic athlete, great college player. But in the NFL, let's just be honest. You want your quarterback to be exciting, but the quarterbacks that win are boring. Look at all the quarterbacks that have been winning. Except maybe Patrick Mahomes. He's got somewhat of a of a personality. But just think about it. Think about this. Most of them just go in there and get the job done. The the, the Tom Brady's of the world. Go in there and get the, the get the job done. Drew Brees. Go in there, get the job done. Peyton Manning, go in there. Now he does does the goofy commercials now, but during his career, he went in there, studied film, film junkie, love football. Go in there and get the job done. I understand he's not. I understand Justin Fields is the pocket quarterback, but you got to be able to make those throws when it's money time. You can sit up there and run all you want all the damn time, but when it when when it comes down to the fourth quarter, and we know that your favorite thing to do is to run, and we're gonna keep you contained. And that clock is your enemy and you need to score. I need you to be able to implement and show that you can throw stuff down the field accurately and on pinpoint. No more ducks. And that's what he was throwing. I mean, in college, it's easy. I mean, come on. Ohio State had more superior talent than everybody else. So he could just step on the field and throw the ball wherever. He could close his eyes and throw the ball and it would land in the receiver's hands. Now in the NFL, there's no more room and margin of error. You, you, you got to be slinging it and on pinpoint I like I said I don't think he's the guy I, I'm sure they'll give him more um, 
um, obligations. Um, had to go. I, I think, as as I've said also on this show, as long as Virginia McCaskey is the owner of the Bears, they'll always be mediocre. Hmm. Always. And I and I think, as you mentioned it as well, it start like it starts ends with Fields as a if you're going to make him the leader. Mm-hmm. But you made a mention the offensive line also has to. There was holes. The GM or the head coach Eberflus mm-hmm. that said, you know, it's the lack of offseason reps, kind of the live action working together with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. That's on you guys. You guys could have had preseason where you play Justin Fields for a half and get him work, right? And, like, and that's and they, they talked about that too. That, that's another problem why I think a lot of teams are doing bad now with three preseason games. You got to get your reps in, and it's starting to show. Teams like Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. What did I talk about last week? You didn't get any reps in during preseason. You didn't build any chemistry. So you, you, you barely play. You did a series, and you can't do that. You know, it's it's a buildup. You know, by the time the third, when they had four preseason games, by the third preseason game, the starters were playing more than a half. Yeah, on both sides, offense and defense, particularly. And particularly if you're the Bears and you draft an offensive lineman because you want to help protect mm-hmm. Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Kind of need to work together, and yeah, like the offense, like Justin Fields needs to play better offensive line. Obviously, like Tampa Bay just em- embarrassed that offensive line. Like, there's no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason to say otherwise. But yeah, there's a lot, lot going on in Chicago. I obviously they're playing the Chiefs. They're not going to beat the Chiefs. Well, no, we know. <laughs> Come on now, we, so this is going to be zero and three. Let's not be silly. You know, the Chiefs going to get hotter. Yeah, let's not let's not be silly now. Yeah, even though I did see some, I was just looking kind of when I was pulling up the Justin Fields quotes. There are some people who are saying in the Chicago media market that the Chiefs are due for a stinker and the Bears are due for a comeback game. I I just want to know what, how much Hennessy they've been sipping on. Or chugging because yeah, yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah, I no, the Bears aren't winning. It's just that simple. Maybe it's just to to, to to you know produce fodder and conversation. That's pretty much what they're doing. But as I said before, we keep on rolling. Fields is not the guy, and then we'll probably be looking for another quarterback. Well, like I mentioned before, though, this draft has a lot of good quarterbacks in it, though. And a lot of good pocket passes. So if you want to have a pocket passer quarterback that you know, stays and kind of in that mode of the Brady, the Manning, the Breeze, the even the Roethlisberger to a certain extent, that can kind of be in the pocket. Yeah, this this is the this is the team or this is the year to do it. But will the Bears do it? No. Mm-hmm. No, and we'll we'll see how that goes. I mean, I, I guess uh, uh, I hate being right, but I guess I'll probably be right in this situation. And just in their long lineage of quarterbacks, yeah, I, like I want him to be successful. Well, everybody does. Like, everybody does, but at the end of the day, it's just not going to work. Yeah, it's just he's he's got a lot of work to do, and he said it himself. 
in both of the press conferences that he you know, takes responsibility and he needs to play better. So mm-hmm. hopefully, maybe going up against Patrick Mahomes will kind of light a fire up against him. Maybe Patrick Mahomes can kind of do a uh, Mr. Miyagi sensei and kind of touch his arm so that he can throw the ball, but probably not. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll get into our next segment, I believe. Get into a quick rocket recap, and then all right, now we'll get into the, yeah, a quick rocket re- recap, and then get into the, the NFL pick. On before we swing it on over to WXUT Sports for the broadcast of the Little Rockets football game. Anything final? Anything else you got, uh, Dave? Before we get out of this segment, oh, it's it's been a week to be a Chicago Bears fan, but you just love it. At so, least- on the bright side, you still have the 86 Bears that they keep talking about. Yeah, 40 years later. Listen to 88.3 WGTs after further review. We'll take a quick break. Make sure you listen to us on Saturdays, 1130 to 1.30, somewhere in between there, or 12 to 2. Also, WGTs after further review, uh, sports show on Facebook, the live feed's there, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes, WGTs after further review with a picture of Frank Bashner in the horse's head. We got a lot of listens on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Coming up next, quick rocket recap. They got another win last week, and they got a game first MAC in conference against Western Michigan. That and more here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we'll be back after this.